0: Welcome once again to Unprofessional. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Lex Friedman, joined, as always, by your best friend and mine, Dave Wiskus. Hello. Hi, Dave. How are you? I am great. How and are you? I'm Well, I'll tell you why I'm great as well. And it's it's not just because you're here, although that's a big part of it. But our, our guest today hails all the way from Italy, which I guess is a country or something. And it's Federico Vitici. Hi, Federico. How are you? Hey, Lex. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us. And, b- and before we dive in tell the people who you are and what you do um
1: i'm just a guy you know (laughs) (laughs) thanks for tuning in we'll see you again next week yeah just some random italian dude no um i run i guess i'm right max which is a a website about you know about nothing no (laughs) no it's a we talk about um you know, all things Apple and app reviews and news and kind of, you know, acts. <laughs> Nerd right. stuff. It's really geeky stuff mostly. Uh, I guess it's... Uh,
0: w- all the stuff Lex can't talk about. Right. All the stuff I, I can't talk about on the show. When did yeah, you start, too Story? Two professional. Two professional. Right. When did the site launch? Uh, April
1: 2009. Yeah, so right. I mean for, and,
0: and so now, now you're huge. Now you have this whole. You got like a whole cult, and you've got ten. I think it's like ten million followers on. Twitter yeah, got we
1: ten million, and uh, yeah. It's around two me million. Vittici? I'm not keeping Holy track shit. anymore. Yeah, the site, the site is huge, and, and I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm a billionaire, so um, right. Uh, I'm not even <laughs> sure why I'm wasting my time here. So. Right. Well, the thing is, even
0: Slumming by doing it. nothing, you're going to earn $52,000. That's American dollars uh, throughout the course of this
1: podcast. That's my oh, rough estimate. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you can talk to my accountant about, <laughs> about that.
0: Now, I, I, Dave, I don't know if you're picking up the same vibe I'm getting, but I don't think uh, Federico was born in America. I wouldn't have guessed that, but I—I <laughs> I, I guess I could see it. All right. So, are you—are you Italian, born and raised?
1: I'm Italian, born and raised. Yeah, 100. percent
0: And where in Italy are you?
1: It's—it's uh, uh, it's this small town near Rome. You know where Rome is, more or less. I've—I've heard. I've, I've heard <laughs> of it. <Rome>. You <laughs> know, the big city with with the Romans. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs>
0: I know I know what to do when I'm there I do whatever the, the other folks are doing that's what I do
1: okay uh, so it's this small town called Viterbo and I'm pretty sure I'm the only guy on the in, on the internet talking about it so. <laughs> I <laughs> no, would believe it no really seriously the position of my town uh, was wrong on Apple Maps for like 50 55 days but it's not like wrong you know a few a few miles like in a completely different area <laughs>
0: And you were the only person complaining about it on Twitter, is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I complained about it and now it's fixed. So <laughs> nobody else even noticed. I don't well, w- if it's fixed I that means that people from Apple are following you. So I good.
1: don't mean to brag, but <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> it's,
0: it's in the it's in the Lazio region of Italy
1: yeah i gotta, it's I gotta just... pull up a map i have
0: no idea what you're talking about what's the what's it called again viterbo it's like a v-i-t-e-r-b-o when you're hanging out there do you go to the historic center of the city which is surrounded by medieval walls are you reading wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> maybe
1: <laughs> i mean sure lex you have you have a, a really uh white culture i guess yeah you know so many <laughs> things
2: Yeah. You say white or white? It's both. Well, both are true. I
1: said white. I mean,
0: so, okay. We were talking, um, Dave and I, a tiny bit before the show, just about having you as a guest. And uh, I think we had two big fears. Fear number one was that. you know, w- would we be able to understand each other? And that's clearly a yes. I think that your English is is way way better than my Italian, and because I don't, uh, my Italian is basically limited to um, fettuccine and linguine. Um, <laughs> and then, two, my question was, would you be too busy uh, eating and making pizza to
1: participate? in uh, yeah, sure. In the podcast? <laughs> is go- that racist? No, no, that's actually a great description of what I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh well, in that
1: case. Uh- I mean, uh, I'm writing, you know, blog posts and uh, w- with one hand and cooking fettuccine with the other. So
0: <laughs> that's a word like
1: snows, right?
0: And he, but he says it so much better than I do. Fettuccine, it was good. I can't. I can't. Yeah, you can't have to. You
1: have to spell the T. It's not fettuccine. It's fettuccine. Fettuccine, right? <laughs> yeah, more I'm working for, a hard T. Yeah, it's a very hard T. Yeah. Oh, so, so, you, you could go like John uh, Gruber. Uh, on, uh, uh, He once called me, instead of vitici like Verici. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like al- Alverica. Alverici. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh,
0: so, okay. I, I want to know, before we dive too deep, how is it that your English is so good? Like, you literally write a hugely popular Apple-focused website uh, where I would estimate that 100% of all the articles you write are in English, which I'm pretty good at um uh, but ha- so how are you so good at it um i don't know uh <laughs> uh did you say he literally writes yes huh.
1: yeah so uh it turns out uh it's not me writing at all <laughs> 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 no seriously um i guess um i watch a lot of movies and uh without you know without subtitles and in in the regional language in english and um uh my my interest for for english um i guess it started when i was a kid you know playing pokemon i was a huge fan of of the pokemon games for the game boy you know the the the, right. po- the portable Pikachu thing and yeah. stuff right yeah yeah so uh, uh there was the i was once uh in rome with my parents and i was like uh, i guess 10 and so there was this video game store with a copy of pokemon yellow yeah, I I guess, and um in English. So uh, I kind of I kind of wanted the, the game real bad, so uh, I bought it in English, and uh, somewhere uh, around I don't know when I was twelve, I kept buying games in English. So uh, yeah, it started with games. So mostly. so the
0: bulk of your English comes from video games and movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Oh, oh, um. Yeah. Is it bad? <laughs> No, that's, I mean, I guess, I, it's, I mean, it's awesome to me. I don't know. Dave, do you speak other languages?
2: Not really. Uh, I got a little bit of Spanish. I think I picked up some some Dutch when I was over in Amsterdam, but not enough to, to do anything with.
0: I, I, I took a lot of French, and in college I did a lot of Hebrew, and now I can't really speak either one, because when I try, I just mix it up with the other language too much. Um, French and Hebrew? Yeah. It doesn't work, by the way. Um, unholy Alliance. Can you
1: give an example? <laughs>
0: Well, (laughs) I would love to hear that. It's uh, probably not on demand because now I'm thinking about it too hard. But what will happen is if I'm saying a sentence in French for like prepositions and articles and pronouns and things, I'll slip into Hebrew instead. And Mm. the same happens in the opposite direction. And like when my brain is trying to come up with a word, it's like my brain just had one big slush pile of foreign language that didn't divide it into cleaner buckets. So when I'm searching for a word, it's just whichever language it comes from first is the one that I'll say. So I really, I'm useless unless you speak both of those languages. And it's not like I speak either of them spectacularly well at this point, but unless you speak both, you can't understand me. (laughs) It's, Uh, It's bad.
1: That makes sense. Yeah.
0: What are your impressions? This is a tricky question, Federico, but I think I can phrase it right. What are your impressions? He does impressions? Of Robert (laughs) De Niro. No, what are your impressions of um, what kind of stereotypes, besides the fact that you drink a lot of wine and make a lot of pizza, (laughs) that Dave and I or other Americans, filthy Americans like us, would have about Italians?
1: Okay. um, I would go with uh, the fact that we are like family people. Like we live with with our family, we we care about our family, uh, like strangely so, like in a <laughs> like like in a weird way. I don't know. honestly, I
0: su- just caring about your family is strange enough to me. <laughs> Says the guy with all the kids, right?
1: No, like the fact that you know we we hang around uh, like when we're, we when we turn thirty or forty, like we're still living living with our parents.
0: I think that's fair, and I also I have to imagine that like. For uh, What I imagine your family life is like is like when I go to Olive Garden. I'm not sure if you're familiar. <laughs> really? That's are, what you're going with? Are you familiar with the Olive Garden, Federico?
1: No, what do you what you?
0: So Olive Garden is it's, a... It's a, t- a
1: chain restaurant. A
0: terrible Italian chain restaurant. Oh, it's American-style Italian food. I wouldn't
2: say terrible. Their tour of Italy is quite spectacular. It's terrible.
0: But the... Um, I mean they have unlimited breadsticks and salad but the breadsticks have like 800 calories per breadstick but their their slogan when they advertise on television is they say Olive Garden when you're here you're family. So whenever <laughs> we go there I always say, "Hey, we're family now." to all the wait staff and they are very tired of hearing that. I bet. But, but they're it's definitely forced. I think you're right. I hadn't I would not have picked that one out as the first one, the 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 family strong family connections, but you're right that even the I don't know. If Olive Garden says it, it's got to be true. It's basically where I'm going.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. So it's basically a a, a place with, where they make crappy food and you make bad, bad jokes. Yes. So that, okay. <laughs> Pretty much my life. <laughs> yeah. So I would go with with a family stereotype and um, maybe the the Vespa. You know. All <laughs> oh, the scooters. Yeah. Um, and then I would go with. Uh, I'm not sure. Are you guys familiar with Berlusconi? like the politician
0: yes i just think of him as like a totally crazy dude i basically <laughs> when i think of him i picture um the guy who got the oscar for that movie about nazis where he was like trying to be cheerful in a concentration camp
1: oh yeah um, um you mean uh benigni
0: yes I, when yeah. i think of him i think of is it roberto benigni
1: C. Si, yeah i just said C. Si.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i said benigni so it was okay. like suddenly i was speaking italian
1: <laughs> yeah that's correct
0: so that's when I think of Berlusconi, I picture Roberto Benigni. That's no, my-
1: actually, uh, Berlusconi is like the, the a crazy person, but in the opposite in the opposite direction. Like um, <laughs> it's like this, uh, and I don't know. I don't want to pick sides here. I just don't care about politics. Uh, but it, Berlusconi is a particular character because, like. It's this politician, you know, going around internationally, meeting, you know, President Obama or President in that other country and whatever. So it's got a really important role to fill. But at the same time, he makes a complete jackass of himself. (laughs) (laughs) Like he goes around and tells bad jokes. Like he he once made a joke about Obama being tanned.
2: (laughs) Like, (laughs)
1: seriously? (laughs) Sounds like something Lex would do. But at least Lex is not a prime minister.
0: Right. That's very (laughs) true. And I I never could be uh, the president here either. I I had a radio show in college um, where it was – the show's focus was to be offensive. We had features like the offensive song of the week and – we where each week we would parody some popular song and make it about something horrible. Like we had a song that wasn't pro-choice or pro-life, but was rather pro-abortion in all cases of pregnancy. And we had we, we, we got in a ton of trouble for a, a, a improvised song that was uh, deemed extremely offensive. And if any tapes of that still exist, I will never hold any elected office. So, no, it is Burlesconi sounds like Lex of old does not sound like Lex of today, Dave. I just want to clear that up. Yeah, really defensive. I just want to. Well, really it was a really that. it was a bad incident. Anyway, um, so okay, yeah, I think yeah. you. Uh, I I don't Dave. I'm very curious what your Italian uh, stereotypes are. But what I think of are, and it's funny because I've seen pe- pictures of Federico, so I have a sense of what he looks like. Uh, but I think of like enormously fat men with <laughs> mustaches, <laughs> and I think of just everything being in uh, marinara sauce, and I think <laughs> of. Uh, Wait, wait, like the the fat men in marinara sauce? <laughs> They bathe in it. They, They're slathered? No, they, uh, all the food. And I think of co- like huge meals at all times. And um, uh, also lots and lots of coffee. I think it's actually Federico's fault that I think of lots and lots of coffee.
1: Yeah, espresso. I mean, I mean right. real yeah, coffee yeah. is espresso. Then you guys have that water thing. You? Know? I,
0: don't, I don't drink either. I drink no coffee at all. Really? Yeah, Um i'm the same way for i mean for years i was trying to avoid any caffeine at all that wasn't why i didn't do coffee i didn't drink coffee because i have taste buds um and i hated it (laughs) but you know for for probably five six years i avoided any caffeine but just recently i've gotten a little bit back into diet coke mostly because of hurricane sandy here Mm. where (laughs) before the hurricane we bought a couple cases of diet coke so that we would have extra beverages if the, for for the grown-ups if the water supply went out and it, it didn't and so now i'm just drinking them every day and it's great and i never sleep anymore
1: oh man and it's the, the do you guys have the, you guys have the regular version right it's the, of the coke you you don't yeah, have... we have
2: coca-cola classic yes. yeah
1: class okay so do i always wonder do you call it coke or coca-cola uh, it's just coke. I think
0: 99% of the time it's coke. Yeah, okay.
2: I think that especially in the southern states if you were to walk in somewhere and say I would like a Coca-Cola, you would you'd be laughed at. Oh, okay. And there
0: are even and it's fun I you know I studied linguistics in college and we talked about how in some places people use coke to mean soda and not specifically coke. Like if you go into the restaurant and you say could I get a coke, they would say what kind and you could say sprite. Oh, that's really weird. I mean, I don't know yeah. anybody who actually does that, but I, did I think study. that's all.
2: I mean, I believe that it's true, but I think that the practice itself is bullshit. I don't agree <laughs> with that at
0: all. Oh, yeah. It's totally bullshit. People should not do that. Those people are horrible.
2: Anytime you use a brand name as the name of a group of things, it bothers me. Yeah, it's right. like
1: an iPod. Yeah. For, yeah. For well, th-
0: in in that case, everybody has an iPod. So it's <laughs> <pretty bad. laughs> yeah. But, you know, if people tell me that they T-vote something on their non t DVR, I don't like that. Or, uh uh... I just lost mine Xerox
2: Xerox and Kleenex is what I was going to say over in I don't know if it's true across Europe but at least in the Netherlands they would say instead of water they would say spa and spa is the brand of bottled water so even when you went to places that had a different brand of bottled water you would still order a spa
1: (laughs)
0: does that happen in Italy
1: no no not not for water I guess (laughs)
0: weird so what are your dave your your uh, uh, italian impressions what do you think not impression of that sort (laughs) how do you what do you think of when you think of the italians you mentioned uh
2: giant obese men uh in (laughs) hot tubs full of marinara sauce yeah that's just weird the guys come on i I think like they're all meatballs i don't understand my when i think of like italian men from italy i go the other direction like i imagine these like like cut swarthy dudes who are going to take your girlfriend
1: Hmm. Yeah. With their
2: sexy accents and their their, their luxurious wavy hair.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no. No. Um. <laughs> so. So There's a let, whole lot of let, no, right there. Yeah. Have you ever seen an Italian dude hitting on a girl with a different, uh, who speaks a different language? Of course.
0: No, I have not seen yeah. a a.
1: Two language okay. hitting on situation with an Italian male. Okay. So um, it's the, uh, I have seen that kind of stuff, you know, because uh, during the summer I go to this um, like um, camping village, like okay. somewhere in the middle. Um, and there are a lot of um, uh, Dutch girls and um, American girls for, because for some reason this place is popular for foreign customers. So and there are all these dudes from uh, Rome and my town from uh, from Viterbo they go to to the same camping where I go. and, and when they see when they see the girls they are they are all excited you know they, to they want they want to they, they want to talk to them. And they op- obviously don't know either Dutch or Spanish or whatever so they they try with with the English and it never works <laughs> because they they go there and they're like "Ho, oh, hello hi what is your name how old are you
0: <laughs> where is
2: the library over here it, it, the, my perception is colored by what happens when italian men will come to america and it maybe it's just an american woman thing but uh, the ladies here go nuts over foreign accents,
0: Jersey? right? And any kind of accent gets very excited.
2: Yeah, English accents, Australian accents, especially they love Italian accent. Really, anything that doesn't sound American and they just go crazy.
0: That's- Honestly, I think it even goes. I think it goes both ways. I think that there are you know if if you're a a woman from one of those countries that men will also enjoy the accent. More for I think for for uh, ones where English isn't the native language. So like I, I you know I think that men will will be intrigued a little bit by a British or Australian accent, but then when you if you bring in like an Italian accent or I don't know a French accent, that's there is an alluring quality. No, you don't agree, Dave?
2: Oh, I completely agree. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm totally a sucker for a foreign accent. You know that. <laughs> see we've discussed this in fact uh remember there was an episode that uh we had to reschedule because i got locked out of uh the apartment i was staying at in amsterdam because i was out with uh, an italian girl
0: that's true he got wooed he, he got wooed by an italian girl and then got locked out of his home and couldn't record this show I yeah remember. and it, it was so late that uh,
2: my roommate was asleep and i couldn't get in
0: I will say, Federico, that there's this one Italian stereotype that's popular on television okay. that I don't buy into, I don't accept, where, especially if the name is like Joey um, or Vinny, that <laughs> that the character is, is stupid or, um, uh, you know, sweet and stupid, let's say, like uh, lovable, but it's kind of like the also the American stereotype about blonde women in general, but mm. like lovable, but dopey. The idiot with the heart of gold. Right. And that's like, you know, Joey uh on any tv show but i was thinking joey on friends or joey on the show blossom um where you know they that they there's lovable dopes basically yeah and uh i don't buy into that one so you should tell me if i'm wrong and that many italian men are lovable dopes because i'm happy to shift gears but but that's my... uh, that's, that, that's italian americans though right no oh, that's I, fair.
1: I guess that makes sense you know uh, i would guess that it's related to um to the places where americans go on vacation on vacation in Italy. You know, uh, okay. so where, when they so this summer I went to to the Amalfi Coast, to Positano and Amalfi and mm. all these places, and the restaurant owners, for example, are all you know like cheering and clapping and usually being funny. uh, At least they think so. And and the American tourists that are there are like, oh, hey, yay, Italia. Yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. So I guess there's this image of the Italian man being always, uh, like, happy or funny or uh, always, yeah, you say lovable. Uh, I think that's accurate. That's accurate because uh, when Americans go on vacation, that's how people usually behave.
2: I would have guessed that it's because uh well, Lex, you're you live in uh New Jersey, right? Right. The the Italy of the East. Right. And uh <laughs> the Italian population in New Jersey is known rightfully or not for things like the Jersey Shore.
0: Oh right, the the, the, the <laughs> it's the, the mafia. And the Jersey Shore are what Italians in New Jersey are famous for.
2: Yeah. So when you're, when you're imagining lovable dopes and fat guys covered in marinara sauce, uh, you're probably thinking like New Jersey style Italian. Right. I'm basically
0: picturing Tony Soprano. I'm going to get a hate letter for that. I just know it.
1: Yes. Are you familiar with The Sopranos? No, like it's, it's a series I want to watch.
0: I have. I'm up to I think the last season that I haven't seen yet. But uh, I mean, obviously, there's a a world of difference. I would imagine between Italians and Italian Americans. But Dave, I think you are absolutely right that much of my perspective on Italian life not the maybe not the coffee so much, but like the marinara sauce and the obesity is definitely <laughs> Italian Americans.
1: Uh, why the marinara sauce? I mean, well, that's nothing That's not that common even here.
0: So I mean. Uh, we have. I, I think this is true all over, at least the the east coast of the U.S. and and the, I, both coasts in the United States, but that the most popular kind of cuisine at any restaurant is going to be Italian restaurants. You know, literally yesterday um, we were. I was talking with various members of my family who were going out and we were trying to pick a restaurant, and of eight suggestions, seven were Italian restaurants. And Italian restaurants here are characterized by. Carb laden food, so it's pizza, pasta, mm-hmm. and most things are with tons of sauce. I mean, you can certainly. I mean, it's not like they'll. Maybe this is how the menus are where you live as well. But no, I'm, no, no. I'm thinking, you know, That's, the menu that... will say, you know, you can get chicken in any or chicken or veal in any one of these style, and be, you know, first is Parmesan every time, and then it's like I don't want to say any of these words to you because you know how they're actually <laughs> But it's like I, I don't know, sambuco or. I don't know. How are the, what are all the you know? Every restaurant has the same list, but I always get marin- I always get um, parmesan. So I don't know. We should
2: you- be clear about what marinara sauce means. I was at an Italian restaurant in uh, Australia, of all places, and uh, apparently the the owner chef was from Italy. And when I ordered spaghetti with marinara, they brought it out with shrimp in it, and I didn't want the shrimp. And we got into this argument about what marinara means, and I was told that uh, in Italy, marinara sauce means red sauce with seafood in it.
1: Yeah, that's how... uh, Oh, yeah, totally not what I mean. That's right.
2: Yeah, to us in America, marinara just means red sauce.
1: Oh, like just tomato sauce?
2: Yeah, yeah, just the tomato sauce.
1: Ah, okay. Yeah, no, um, it's because uh, marinara comes from mare, which is uh, sea. So it's seafood.
0: Like maritime, same root. Yeah. Marine, right? Huh. Why are they fucking with my words, man?
2: And <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. This I, I was very. He did bring me a new bowl of spaghetti, but he was not happy about it. I'm pretty sure it was a bowl of spaghetti and saliva.
0: <laughs> like the, for at least here, the the menus that I'll see be like you can get your chicken reveal, and you can get it Parmigiana or Frances or Marsala or Saltem. Boca <laughs> yeah. or Sorentino. You're doing this know. on purpose now. Yes, the, when you when there are pictures of the pictures in the menu or the pic, the the shots in the commercial are all, at least in my perspective all very high in carbs and oftentimes covered in red sauce.
1: Yeah, no, I'm really that, hungry right now. That's correct. <laughs> that's actually correct. We we I mean we we eat pasta at least once a day, I guess. Breakfast. Is that why you're you're all uh, obese as Lex as identified? No, I mean there's people eating pasta at like at lunch and dinner. I try to to avoid eating pasta at dinner, so I usually eat it just at lunch, and not even every day because I know that's not the healthiest, healthiest thing in the world. So um, the thing that concerns me uh, and i mean not in a bad way like I'm, I'm i'm curious to know do you guys really eat sausages for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> what, what is wrong with you why, why, why i mean well, they're, they're my, my question my, quest, my question is why do you want to get out of bed in the morning and eat a sausage well
0: how do you feel about bacon as the first thing to eat in the morning oh man
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I just want my coffee in the morning.
0: I'm, I'm with you that I think that sausage for breakfast is a very strange thing. I, it seems like, and there are people who have, I mean, much much more rare, but people who have, no pun intended, uh, like a a breakfast steak sometimes. Like that'll be an option at upscale breakfast meals. And that to me is crazy. Like eating a, a, any kind of hunk of meat just seems weird to me at breakfast. That's all tradition,
2: though. Breakfast is only breakfast because that's what we're used to eating in the morning. There's no logical or dietary reason why those things are morning foods.
0: Oh, I agree 100%, but it's, I, I don't know. Like For me, I have to force myself to eat breakfast anyway. I, I, my yeah, body yeah. doesn't want to eat until at least 10.30 or 11 o'clock, and my breakfast time, because I have kids, is usually around seven twenty, seven thirty in the morning. And it took me years to be able to eat anything. And I need it to be simple and light, and I consider anything that's meat-based kind of heavy.
1: Yeah, no, um, I try to to just have a a coffee and a a croissant in the morning. And uh, I guess the the main difference is that um, Italians, especially the people who go to work, uh, like uh, in an office, tend to have breakfast uh, at a bar. And here's the difference. You guys uh refer to bars like um like a place where you go to drink in the evening. Right. Right. So um in Italy the bar is um it's like more like a coffee shop and um usually for breakfast like you get a coffee or a cappuccino or a croissant or other you know, a cake, whatever you want. And lately um bars are also intended for lunch too. And of course, they turn into, into the kind of bar that you guys uh, think about in the evening or during a, a night, like uh, like night, uh, I, I wouldn't say clubs, but at least uh, like a place where you want to you wanna grab a vodka, you go there, right? Right. So, we have
2: a lot of those too. Yeah. Uh, and I think the, the, the popular term now is gastropub.
0: Gastropub. <laughs> huh? Maybe you have a lot of those. I've never heard of that. You've never heard of that? No. They're all over the place out here. Not in New Jersey. Yeah, well, it's cuz you're you're all controlled by the uh, giant Italian mafia but you you bring up an interesting a uh, thing that I was thinking about though with with alcohol specifically when at what age did you start drinking
1: <laughs> this okay. is i'm not like a
0: weirdly personal i'm not an alcoholic first <laughs> um, the first step is acknowledging you don't have a problem (laughs) no 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 I just mean part of one of my stereotype I didn't really mention is just or maybe I did I think but wine. you know I think about just alcohol consumption being much more frequent and free let's say not free like it doesn't cost anything but just much more common you know that most meals would be accompanied by some kind of alcoholic beverage
1: yeah no uh, that's true I I think it's
0: a European thing
1: I think we have very very few I think we do have restrictions, but like nobody cares and and uh uh the first time I got drunk <laughs> and uh and, and I was busted by my parents Seven uh, years old. uh fourteen
0: <laughs> I was close.
1: yeah, uh but I see kids like um like they're twelve or thirteen nowadays just you know drinking. Uh, not just, you know, a uh, light like beer or a glass of wine, like real alcohol, like vodka and and, and gin and all that kind of stuff. And um, But yeah, uh, like you guys have the kind of uh, of uh, law restrictions yeah. right. that kids can drink until uh, 18 or 21? 20, 21. 21? 21. 21.
0: Yeah, they, they can go to war at 18, but they can't drink until 21. Um, a law that's mostly ignored... Um, you know, by junior high school and high school kids, but yeah, 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 but they have
1: to be careful, right? Right,
0: they have to be secret.
1: Whereas we just go to the supermarket and we buy stuff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a deal! Yeah, that's. I was
1: asked for my for my ID. uh, I think uh, once, and I, I mean, they were right because we have like this huge cart of of glass bottles of vodka. And we are, you know, five kids around, uh, I guess, sixteen, with all these what? bottles of vodka. So yeah.
0: <laughs> what What was the well? What were they looking for in the ID? What What is the minimum age?
1: Uh, eighteen. Got it. But so yeah, that makes they, sense. they they said, "Hey, you guys, you you guys should pay attention. You know, this is really hard stuff." And we we're like, "Yeah, yeah, we know. Sure, just take money."
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they did.
1: Yeah, of course <laughs> they did. You gotta, that's... you gotta understand. Um, business owners just want to make money. You know, yeah. it's not the best period here with with a recession and everything. So, if a kid go, goes to to buy a pack of cigarettes or a bottle of vodka, they're just gonna give it to him. You know, I, I know that's not, uh, I would say, right, but eh, what you gotta do?
2: Man, yeah. Over here, we have very, very strict laws about that. You could get uh, seriously fined or worse for selling alcohol or tobacco to a, a minor.
0: I remember that I only bought alcohol while underage from the liquor store once in Pennsylvania, where I grew up. There are actual liquor stores because the supermarkets aren't allowed to sell alcohol. That's a state by state law. Um, and I had a full. I was, I think, in my senior year of high school, and I had a full beard at the time for a play I was in, and so I looked like eighty-seven <laughs> years old. But as I'm walking up to the building, they've got these signs in I'm the trying window. I can to imagine you with a beard oh it's i can show you pictures oh, but <laughs> no. um uh, you know they've got and I, I was in a suit to look even older for the, just for the purpose of buying this beer illegally and as i'm walking up to the door they've got these giant posters in the windows that say you know warning uh undercover officers undercover police officers may be working at this store at any time and underage alcohol purchasing is a crime and i was terrified. I I mean I felt like at that point I was already committed because I had done the walk and at this point if I turned around at the sign I thought that maybe the undercover police officers would rush out of the liquor store and tackle me uh and the worst would be the thing to Right. So I I walk in and I grab a bunch of things and you know I'm trying to make it re- I'm trying to look like an adult and not buy the cheap crappy stuff that we would normally buy. Um or normally get older kids to buy for us because it was cheap so i was like i'm gonna buy the fancy things i have no idea what that meant to me at the anymore but was like i'm gonna buy you know the coors light not just the bud because i'm going upscale and um (laughs) it was i i did not get arrested but man i was i was terrified
2: i enjoy that your logic was uh you would rather go in and follow through than get in trouble for
0: walking away (laughs) i i felt like at this, I, if i walked in i had the chance of acting like i was actually old enough to be there but if i left they would know i mean remember i was i don't know 16 17 16 uh if i if i walked away they would realize i was an underage kid trying to buy like it wasn't like i had a whole lot of thought into it i read the sign and i was a footstep away from the door and i'm like i've got to go in now i'm committed you could have just walked in looked around and then left right wait this isn't the clothing store i was looking for the gap
1: <laughs> or you could have just got a coca-cola
0: Right now, although I think underage, at least in Pennsylvania, I wasn't even allowed in the liquor store
1: without a
0: a parent accompaniment. You
1: can't even get in.
0: Right. You're not supposed to go in unless you're over 21, unless you're with somebody else who's old enough to be there or something. I don't know. Oh,
1: come on. But
0: what are you? So, what are your. I mean, this is a good a good segue though but what's you know some of our perspectives on italians which like we said are, are defined by the sopranos the olive garden restaurant and uh, mario and luigi i well <laughs> i want to point out that everything i know about italy i learned from playing assassin's creed 2
1: <laughs> oh because sure. it's based in uh, in florence right in florence
2: uh, yeah well and then uh,
0: uh the sequels in rome
1: oh really oh nice florence
0: and rome by the way the only two places
1: in italy that i've been oh you should totally come to my town
0: the next time I'm there, I in Italy I will totally no. totally go. To, I'm staying at your place. Oh, okay. Him and him and all of his kids. <laughs> no, we went yep. when I went to Florence, I was pretty young. And uh, we go to see Michelangelo's David, because that's what you do. And um my mom looks up at this giant naked statue and goes, He's not Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> but so okay, but so Americans, what do you think about us? What are your American stereotypes? I can't wait to hear this.
1: Oh they're all true, by okay. the way. Uh, do you know the website uh, Weird People at Walmart? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. My first choice <laughs> goes there. And then I think about junk food. And I think about the Jersey Shore, like the TV show. Right. And uh, let me think about it. Uh, like Texas people with hats. <laughs> and, so wait,
0: you don't, you don't see a lot of hats going around <laughs> Italy? Is that what you're telling me?
1: Yeah, Texas, Texas people, Texans. You know Texans. Oh, with, like a with cowboy hat cowboy kind hats, of thing.
2: right? Yeah, here in America, it's all just uh, fat people buying snacks at Walmart while wearing hats. It's true.
1: Okay, and I also think about um, uh, obviously uh, football, and um, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe ter- uh, maybe uh, obviously uh, like hurricanes and tropical storms. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's a strange concept for us because we we don't have that kind of stuff and that sucks because I I, I read your piece in the magazine and I, I I've seen photos online that's just crazy
0: right and you know especially for us it was crazy because that's not a typical New Jersey weather situation it was very uncommon and now we've had two hurricanes in two years but normally like one of the uh, things that appealed to us about new jersey when we moved here from california was getting away from natural disaster risks like when we lived in los angeles my wife especially had this constant fear of uh, earthquakes and since we lived in new jersey we did, we've had two very small but two small mm-hmm. earthquakes and two
1: hurricanes uh, so it did not exactly work out as planned so far
0: but i mean italy gets flooding
1: right yeah, that's been a that's been a problem because um, uh, mainly it's about the people like uh, building houses where they shouldn't. Right. So they cut they cut trees and they shouldn't be cutting trees. So uh, it's about the floodings and um, the landslides. Is gotcha. That? Yeah. Especially near mountains and rivers. We're
0: thinking of um, you know I was looking at this list. In, I think what it was the we? New York Times. We meeting my wife and I. Right. Um, we, were looking, we were like, because the question is, do we spend money now to get the house more hurricane proof? Like <laughs> we could, You could spend money to get a, a whole home generator where it uses your house's gas line to power your electricity in the event of a power failure. Um, and then if the gas also goes out, you can feed it propane tanks and it'll still keep all of your electricity running in the home. But it's, you know, like, a, I don't know, probably a nine or ten thousand dollar investment. So not a small investment. And we're thinking, do we do that so that if there's another hurricane, we're prepared? Or do we say, you know what, if there's another hurricane, we're moving um, to some place where we don't have to live with annual hurricane problems. Why would you wait for another hurricane to move? Just move now. Well, because maybe these were flukes. Like, if it's, if it's a new weather pattern, then, yeah, I think we would probably consider moving. If, it's, if it was just a, a, two flukes two years in a row, then, uh, you know, we've put a lot into this house, and we live close to family, and we like it here. Well, at what point do you decide it's a pattern? Because what if it's just three years in a row? What if it, it's fluke four years in a row? Three is a pattern. If it's three, I'm gone. If it's three, I'm moving in with, with Federico.
1: Be aware you're just going to eat pasta and uh, an espresso. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, speaking of horrifically awful, craptacular weather, Dave... Uh, we should take a moment to acknowledge this episode's sponsor, Mac Mini Colo. Do you know Mac Mini Colo? I've heard of them, yeah. So, uh, you know, they're first of all, the reason bad weather makes me think of them is not because, you know, using them is like experiencing bad weather. It's kind of just the opposite where they're uh it's it's a server farm, uh based in Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, they use Mac Minis exclusively for for hosting your websites. The spot that they have in Nevada, they have this map that they pointed us to, shows that like everywhere in the United States is a horrible place to live in terms of weather, with this one exception of a cross section of Nevada that has no major weather damage. So Hurricane Sandy hits New Jersey and the rest of the East Coast. Um, Everybody moves their servers to Mac Mini Colo because their servers stay online when the power goes out only along the East Coast. Their note next to that map is: "We're ridiculously connected." Uh, th- clearly, they are. I mean, they're 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 plugged right in, and I believe that um, Mac Mini is also. They're the people who do the uh, the what's it called the the daring fireball backup so if um
2: oh yeah the uh the fireball cache whatever it is right
0: you fireball.org or something like that so if if john gruber links to a site on daring fireball and it goes down you go to you go to their mac minicolo hosted it's they were do, they did it to prove how robust they are but you know anytime he brings down a site mac minicolo has a cached version of the site that stays up but um what's very nice about mac minicolo is they have a, a promotion for unprofessional listeners so if you go to macminicolo.net slash unpro uh, you get your second month which is it's normally thirty five dollars a month for their for their entry level mac mini hosting the second month is free uh, if you mention unprofessional when you sign up that's a pretty good deal yeah especially you know if um you like saving money. <laughs> and who doesn't they have over a thousand mac minis and they cover all the different models and releases and so uh they tell us people use them for mail servers syncing services iphone app backends file maker databases vpn and ups connections for international folks uh you know pretty much if you follow a lot of mac centric apple centric people online uh many of them undoubtedly use mac mini Colo because they're good they know what they're doing do you know do you send them a mac mini or do you just like The answer to that question is yes. It's your choice. It's, it's Mac. you can do either or. Hoster's choice. Yeah. You can either say, I'm going to send you my own Mac mini, or you can say, you set me up with a Mac mini and they hook you up. But you get that dedicated server. You can put whatever the heck you want on it. There's no set of fees. You can configure, if you don't buy the Mac yourself, you can configure it to order with them. You can tell them, I want, you know, up to 16 gigs of RAM and, you know, uh, I want, uh, I want X, Y, or Z and they, they hook you up. You know, it's there. It's, it's human staffed. And I, I literally, I know plenty of people who host things with Mac Mini Colo, and I literally, sincerely uh, have never heard a complaint. Had they not sponsored this episode and said, hey, have you ever heard a complaint about Mac Mini Colo? I would say, no, I have literally never heard someone complain. It's just a fact. Yeah, I've always heard good things. And now that I'm thinking about it, I've got a Mac Mini sitting under my
2: TV that used to be my uh, uh, cough, cough, BitTorrent machine. And now that I'm doing everything for the Apple TV, it just kind of sits there. I should send it to these guys. I could make it useful.
0: You could. And they're they're in Las Vegas, so it's it's the one thing in Las Vegas that isn't a gamble. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Really? Uh, and so the next time I'm in Vegas, I could just stop in and visit my server.
0: That's right. You can go and pet it. I, I don't know if they allow that, but you, they would allow. Your, I could, I mean, well, I could take it
2: uh, drinking.
0: Right. But it's, it's, again, it's macminicolo.net slash unpro. And uh, it was awfully kind of them to sponsor this episode, so thank you. Oh, and while we're whoring ourselves out, don't forget to go rate us. On iTunes, whatever star amount feels honest, as long as it's five or, or higher, if you can hack it, and uh, we're on Twitter and Facebook at unprofesh with an sh. So do the things that you do on those sites too.
2: Are we on App.net?
0: No, we're too cheap for that.
2: Is anybody on App? Hey, we could we could get a sponsor for App.net.
0: <laughs> yes, if anybody wants to sponsor our fifty dollars App.net <laughs> sponsorship, you, uh, you get that in would touch. a great idea. Now, you run a business, Federico, that's... I, I imagine that much of your traffic comes from the U.S. Is that is that a safe guess? Yeah. Yeah, mostly
1: uh, the U.S. and the U.K.
0: So do you ever think about, maybe I won't stay, maybe I'm going to move to the United States where all my readers are, or you're like, screw that, I'm staying in Italy because I live in freaking Italy.
1: No, yeah. Uh, I kind of want to visit first and see what, what it's like like in California and these places, you know? And um, It's all
2: earthquakes and hippies.
1: Oh, Okay so maybe i should move to colorado i guess
2: yeah i think it's funny that we ask you what your stereotypes are of americans and then we suggest moving here without doing anything at all to dispel those stereotypes oh no the
0: junk food was exactly right there are definitely tons of walmart people now the walmart people it depends I would say, on where you go right they're the middle they're, they're they're on the coasts for sure there are plenty of walmart
2: people in fact uh i would say that walmart people are a heavy percentage of the population but not in the cities
0: Right, the Walmart population are the are the 53%. I'm sorry, the 47% of people who voted for Mitt Romney in the most recent election. <laughs> and, right. Uh, by
1: Walmart people, you mean the weird people, right?
0: Well, I mean, they're self-selecting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I was looking at people of walmart.com after you mentioned it. Yeah, and, that's yeah, the I best mean,
1: website ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is definitely incredible. Unless you live here and then it's just really depressing.
1: I I just keep clicking the random button and it is just <laughs> horrible. Yeah. Yeah, make sure uh, I can't remember if they have a like a best of uh, section.
0: Not one that I see. Oh, okay. But they're okay, pretty now much Now I have to look. Now they're pretty much all the best of.
2: <laughs> I remember my my best Walmart experience. I can't believe I'm talking about. My best Walmart experience was I was walking through. I had to go to the pharmacy for something. And I'm standing there waiting in line. And there was an unattended shopping cart with this like doll sitting in the the, the front part of the cart. And there's I mean there's other stuff in the in the cart, but there's like this doll that was like a, a I don't know, a child's doll, and it was just the ugliest looking like troll of, of a creature you'd ever seen. And I'm staring at it, I'm thinking, like, why would anybody buy a doll that ugly? And then it blinked at me. It was a child? It was an actual human being. Oh.
1: <laughs> and then the parents
2: walk around the corner and it all made sense.
1: You gotta tell me about the the stereotype of of the, the the junk food, like McDonald's or
2: oh, that's absolutely true. We are huge on our junk food, but we're sort of divided on that. It's uh, there's a huge percentage of the population who is very pro junk food, and obviously, junk food and fast food here are very, very popular. But there's also a growing contingent of people who are very anti junk food and want to have all of that stuff made illegal.
0: Well, when we talk about junk food, we're talking about both like candy bars, but also fast food like McDonald's, Burger King, etc yeah
2: i think of like potato chips and fast food and, and yeah. just
0: junk it's also good is the problem <laughs> and and i think dave you're exactly right like here you've got douchebaggery on both sides of the aisle so you've got people who are saying um you know you've got fast food devotees who like are the, the frequent flyers at mcdonald's and burger king who are again morbidly and terrifyingly obese and um you know the people for whom the the supersizing was invented and then you have mayor bloomberg in new york city who's trying to ban large sodas Hmm. uh because he doesn't want people to buy a large coke i was gonna say coca-cola he doesn't want people to buy a large (laughs) coke that's um full of you know calories like i think it's 32 ounces you're not allowed to do anymore maybe um because people could get unhealthy it's too much sugar and it's unhealthy and i think that's ridiculous too like i don't want to. That's not even real
2: sugar which is the the underlying problem right corn syrup right over in uh, at least the parts of europe i've been to those people drink soft drinks and they they just eat crap all the time in In the netherlands they, it's like all they do is eat mayonnaise and ketchup and 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 eat sweet things and those people are some of the fittest people
0: i've ever seen in my life and they're getting you're saying that one of the differences there is that they're getting natural sugar versus us
1: with our high fructose corn syrup right
2: right because they don't subsidize corn they don't they don't even know that corn syrup is a thing
1: yeah that's true um uh I wasn't understanding the whole, you know, sugar debate. Uh like uh, I think last year the New York Times had a had an article about toxic sugar, something like that. And uh it got a lot of of traffic and I wasn't understanding and then I uh, I figured that is it was about uh, you guys using this corn syrup um like chemical thing. Right.
2: Yeah, it's just it's disgusting.
1: Yeah. But the fact that I want to point out is that um, it's not like we're not eating at McDonald's or Burger King or other, you know, fast food chains. It's just that I think um, maybe uh, I'm sure that's a stereotype. We try to be more more um, like responsible about it. Like if I if I have to, I I don't want to cook dinner. Okay, so I just go to the McDonald's and I grab a burger. Okay, and um. I ju- I try to avoid it for at least a month. Yeah, we're very casual about it. No, I wouldn't go there more than once per you know, maybe uh, once every two weeks at least, because I know yeah. that, that that that's bad. <laughs> the Italian McDonald's has tried to um, like to push this um, this advertising campaign like 100 uh, uh, percent Italian meat, but it's not like people care.
0: It sounds like a good t-shirt. Uh 100% <laughs> Italian meat. Yeah. So, but uh, wh- how often do you eat at restaurants in general? Like I know here there's, you know, uh, there are families uh, where the goal is to try to do as much home cooking as possible because even at the healthier restaurants you know the portions are very large and the sauces are calorie laden what you're not always getting the healthiest options at restaurants so there are health conscious families like i think my own where the vast majority of our lunches and dinners are homemade meals and certainly breakfast and then there are families where it's mommy. the vast. Ma- oh hello. hello hang on just a second i don't see mommy <laughs> where's mommy mommy's coming Elmo Elmo <laughs> We're not going to look at Elmo right now Bye-bye, daddy. Bye-bye. Bye, daddy um, <laughs> Bye, buddy Bye, daddy Bye, Lex's family <laughs> Everyone says they Tell way. them I say goodbye daddy. Dave says goodbye <laughs> That was adorable, Damn. but they they think um, okay, so but you know the, the the healthier option is to to make your food at home, but then you know the easier option or the lazier option is takeout and I, or, or to go to a restaurant. And I have friends locally here in Jersey who I would say order their meals in four, five, or six nights a week, uh, and for whom cooking at home is the exception. So is that that would be me? I've I I never cook, and that's see that's crazy to me. Like to me, it's so expensive too. Not just the it's expensive healthily and wallet. With a family,
2: it's expensive. With one person, it, it actually comes out to be cheaper in a lot of cases. For me to, to buy food and prepare a meal, the, uh, the time cost and then the additional food that gets thrown away. Oh, say
0: I love leftovers.
2: <laughs> I hate leftovers. But even if I did love leftovers, I mean, there's going to be uh, – uh, it, it doesn't evenly divide all the time. Understood. And that, again, the time cost.
0: Now, Federico, if you say that you're on my side, is that true of everyone in Italy, uh, the majority of Italians, or is, that, is, that a, is, it,
1: is there the same sort of dichotomy? Do you represent there?
2: your people?
0: Yeah
1: When I was like 16 or 17, I, I used to go like on Friday and Saturday night to with my friends to an, you know a nice restaurant, not too fancy. Um, now I, uh, if I go once a month, that's pretty remarkable. But uh, I I I also gotta gotta say that that I love cooking. You love cocaine. (laughs) Is that weird? (laughs) No, he likes. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't like drugs (laughs) at all.
2: (laughs) When you do go to Italian restaurants, do you uh, get naked and roll around in marinara?
1: (laughs) Yeah, in bathtubs. No, the, ma- primarily, I guess the p- the part about um, marinara sauce with naked obese man in, in bathtubs <laughs> that's uh, that's totally creeping me out. So uh, I want to take a shower now. Not a bath? No, I don't have one.
0: I picture you like with a claw footed bathtub. I guess not.
1: Yeah, wearing like a like a gold chain and a fur. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a smoking Wait, cigars. And <laughs> I thought I thought
0: Italians liked baths, or was that just the Romans? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm dying to know though. Do do do
1: you own a bidet? Of
0: course. Oh, shit. oh, oh really...
1: and this is an entire different discussion. Yes, I do. And you guys, if you don't have one, you're weird. Yes. Thank you. Like, thank how you. how can you live without one?
0: Yes. Now, when you have a bidet, is it like the 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 basin tub style bidet, yeah. or is it
1: like the hose? No, no, the 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 basin one. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's my second favorite kind of bidet.
2: I just carry a squirt bottle around with me. That?
1: Lex, you have a favorite kind of bidet? Well, I, I'm going to send you <laughs> like a like link. You He's a must... bidet connoisseur. Like you, you don't k- know the k- half of keep it. Like you keep charts of bidets? Yeah.
0: Well, there's basically... I, I know of two main kinds. And I, I prefer the kind that has like a jet stream. <laughs> I'll send you a link.
1: Okay, Thanks. <laughs>